COVID podcast. My name is Julie and I'm a registered nurse in the UK. I went from frontline worker to COVID patient in May 2020 and subsequently I'm now living with long COVID. I decided to create this podcast to share my personal lived experience of living with long COVID, the impact this has on your personal life. And a little disclaimer at this point, as always, uh, this podcast is not a medical podcast. I'm not giving medical or professional advice. Please seek any medical support you need from your medical professional. I intend to use this platform to explore, discuss and learn together more about long COVID and how long haulers can live well with long COVID. And I hope you'll continue to join me. So today's episode, um, it's called you don't look ill okay so I wanted to discuss the invisibility of some of the symptoms and how that can affect the person with long COVID and this subject actually came about following the release of my first podcast Um, and the irony was it came from a long COVID group uh, that I am part of uh, on Facebook um, I'd shared the link to my podcast, hoping it may offer some support as everyone in the group has long COVID. Um, it is an obvious audience and they are a supportive group. So I haven't really had um, a lot of reaction from the group in regard to the podcast at this stage. So if anybody in that group is listening, please do send me a message. Let me know your thoughts. But I did get one comment um on my post and I will state first off that the person was absolutely lovely and only making an observation which I think is absolutely fine Um, and I don't expect everyone to take interest in the podcast or to think that I've got everything perfect Um, this is new to me um, and you know as I've said previously I just want to see if I can raise some awareness and support people Um, but, you know, I don't believe there's anything such as perfect anyway, because I am I always enjoy being perfectly imperfect. <laughs> um, okay, anyway, so the comment just sort of stated, uh, don't take this the wrong way, um, but you look really good in your picture, and that doesn't really reflect what long COVID is. Okay, so I pondered on this for a while, just a short while, before I, I came to write my reply. Um, I reflected on the fact that the picture I do, in in the picture, should I say, I I do actually have long COVID. Um, But there I am stood in my my pretty dress, which um, my mum made, by the way. She's a very talented dressmaker. Um, But I agree, um, I don't look terrible in that picture. Um, So I started my response noting my thanks for the comment um, and explaining that I do appreciate constructive criticism and it, it did really make me think and then I went on to sort of explain that while I appreciate the you know, the nice comment that I look good however that firstly I don't feel like I look the way I did before COVID um, I'm, I'm thinner than I was before. I do feel like I look older. Don't get me wrong, I am older, but I feel like I look a lot older than I did prior to having long COVID. Um, and I look tired most of the time. My hair's always been on the thinner side, but it's definitely thinner since having long COVID too. Um, so it's left me quite 
unconfident in in my appearance um and I went on to explain that I, I don't always look good but actually I don't always look bad either and regardless of the way I look um I have a list of symptoms as long as you're arm <laughs> that I wear some days more than others but are always there so every day of my life I do wake up with what feels like a hangover I think I have um spoken about that in a previous podcast um I always say without the fun the night before <laughs> um so the, you know I, there's many things that that I have that people don't actually see so the person who had made the comment um did respond kindly to to my response um but it did really get me thinking about what they you know what a fellow a fellow long hauler might not have considered themselves about the invisibility of some symptoms, um, the challenges that this can cause people who don't know much about long COVID. And obviously long haulers do, they're living it every day and possibly haven't contemplated the effect of the invisible symptoms themselves. So, you know, I've previously spoken to people who are managers um, of employees with long covid and you know they've they've openly told me that they didn't doubt their employee um at times prior to discussing long covid with myself and having doing a bit of their own research um because it is really unknown and you know how a workplace is going to understand and know what measures and adaptations to put in place to support someone with long covid if they are obviously questioning the illness itself and whether the employee is really unwell because they can't see what's wrong because that person doesn't look unwell or they might have had a little bit of energy to go out for lunch with a family member. What they don't see is the impact that has afterwards. And I'm not just talking a quick half an hour lay down, something like that for somebody that's got long, like long COVID can wipe you out for for days even um so it's very difficult to understand the roller coaster of symptoms and what exacerbates um some of the symptoms periods of times relapse fatigue and of course the list does go on um i know for me i am in pain all of the time it is worse sometimes more than others and I do tend to be pretty good uh, at managing my pain. Um, so you'd have to know me quite well to notice if I am in pain. That tends to be my husband more than anyone, to be truthful. Um, I do, however, have times when I just do look terrible, as terrible as I feel. And there's nothing I can do about it. There's no makeup on this planet that's going to make me look any brighter than I am. Um, even though I do try still, so I suppose when you're when when you're having symptoms which are affecting your breathing, or have you or as you guys have heard before a little bit today, to be honest, um, my voice distortion, the obvious rashes that people get, face flushes, uh, involuntary movements, swollen eyes. You can see that the person's unwell. You can understand that they're feeling poorly. 
but for the most part for me um I may look tired but you can't always see my symptoms as I said unless the biggest one is my voice distortion then people tend to think as I've said before I've got laryngitis or something they don't really associate it with long COVID anyway um so as I said you got to think that you might not always hear the see the symptoms sorry you may you may hear them um you may notice the brain fog when somebody can't get the words out or they pause during conversation or as I've said um in the last podcast um completely forgot what the conversation was about full stop so physically they're not visible um I mean, I can show you my COVID toes, but I don't think anybody wants to see those. It's not pretty. <laughs> so I know the invisibility impacts on on people in, in different ways. Um, it can really affect personal relationships. People can just assume that you don't want to attend events or that they saw you yesterday and you look fine. And now you're cancelling your plans with them. So... I've said in a previous podcast as well, I've had comments like, oh, you're real a lot, aren't you? Um, And this can really hurt when I'm feeling sensitive. (laughs) And the truth is, I'm not ill all of the time. Um, I've not been well in almost two years now since getting COVID. Um, So it's an ongoing roller coaster. And my message from today's podcast would be whether you are an employer, friend or family member of someone with long COVID, please take the time to understand what long COVID is. Offer your support and understanding the challenges and life changes the person has has and has continued to make in their journey. And that above all else, the person in a heartbeat would love to have their health back. I know I certainly would. It's not something that I relish, you know, feeling freezing cold, brain fog, tired, you know, all the symptoms that I have, but then the emotional impact that I feel like I'm letting my husband, my children, um, my family and friends down because I'm not the person that I used to be. So, you know, it certainly remains my aim to get my health back and I will do whatever I can and hope that the research and science going forward can help give us some answers. So I'm going to leave it there for today, but um, I think, you know, if you take anything away from here today, it's firstly, if you have long COVID, then just remember, you know, whatever the case may be, if your symptoms are visible or invisible, you are, you do, you do experience those symptoms. They are real. And if you are an employee, please just educate yourself on what long COVID is and how you can support that employee to work successfully or have some adaptations um, when things you know go into that roller coaster up and down um, and how they're able to manage their, their, their workload and again friends and family just have a little bit of understanding you know maybe maybe reach out and say you do understand that's something all that's needed sometimes all that's needed so on the next podcast um we're going to talk a bit about anxiety um I've noted uh, a lot of people who 
had anxiety pre-COVID feel that it's heightened and that those that haven't experienced anxiety pre-COVID do or have since contracting COVID experience anxiety. So I will discuss my own struggles too and the effect long COVID has had um, on my anxiety. Okay, so as always, um, please do take care. Um, if you would like to contact me, um, I'm available on Instagram, Julie Taylor 9545 or why not join the Facebook page? I will put a, um, a link in the, in the information for you guys. Um, and as I say, I'm hoping that you will join me on the next podcast. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you.